The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. It's In This League with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. On the radio. 30. I'm on right now. I don't believe you. You boys in line. Welcome back. It is hour two of your favorite, favorite show that you just happened to stumble upon that you don't know who we are. Or maybe you're listening to us on demand. It is us. It is in this league. That's Scott Bogman, whom Hello. you can find on Twitter at Bogman Sports. My name is The Welsh, and you can find me on Twitter at Is It The Welsh. You know, it's funny. The, um, the directors here over at uh, Fantasy Sports Radio Network, Mike Cardano, he called me. Uh, we, we chatting a couple times because, like I said, one thing, if you guys want to check out on Sundays, I'll be a part of the radio and the TV side for uh, you know the game breakdowns, and I'll be doing uh, twice an hour updates from uh, one to four, one to five, something like that. And we were just talking about something, and uh, he called me, and <laughs> I picked it up, and I'm like, Mike. He's like the Welsh, and I was <laughs> like, and he's like, is it the Welsh? And I'm like, it is the Welsh. And I always forget oh, my stupid Twitter handle is a <laughs> it's a question, so it's understandable. Is it I'm Ron Burgundy? I'm. Ron Burgundy. It's going to be weird too, doing, you know, just doing like in-game updates, talking about them. Because I'm going to feel like I want to talk to you, and I'm going to be like, "Well, this guy sucks. That one sucks. This guy was pretty good. <laughs> There's some other sucky ones, but I'll have to be. Uh, I'll have to get all professional. I'll be like, you know, uh, Antonio Brown in a really great game. No Lev Bell, but James Conner coming through strong. Lots of catches, lots of rushes. Hopefully, Lev Bell <laughs> never comes back. <laughs> hopefully Lev Bell never comes back because I have so many shares of James Conner I mean to be honest just throw those in there who cares right yeah yeah it's a yeah. good point yeah just throw them in there yeah Pe- right. uh, people who listen will get it so and people who don't will be like who's this ballsy uh, update guy yeah talking yeah. about his fantasy team this guy needs to calm down a little bit that just reminded me too looking at one thing we're going to be doing here in a minute. Maybe I'm going to need to alter one of my lineups. So we are going to do uh, a little bit of DFS for you, and we are going to set some lineups, our our optimized lineups. We have a very important <laughs> algorithm that's built around macaroni and cheese and uh, bourbon, and that's how we come up with the best my possible algorithm. Ooh, do they have, oh, by the way, is there a bourbon macaroni and cheese that exists? Is that a thing? I I mean, I don't know if they would mix together like in the meal together, but have some macaroni and cheese and then some bourbon after it. That sounds like a good day, Tater. I mean, no, but I'm saying like this sounds like a thing. I feel like I created something. I don't think he did. 
I think anytime you say a sentence, you're like, I just created that. I made that up. You're like the internet meme that where someone puts up original content and you really like it and you're like, I like this. I really like this. I made this. I think I made this. <laughs> I, you don't want it, do we? I think uh, I, I kind of want, want it. I think I kind of want it. I, I feel like I kind of made this. So all right, just this once. All right, just see now I'm messing with my roster box. I probably shouldn't mess with it. I'm going to go back to the original roster. That's a problem with DFS. So one of the biggest, most difficult things we have in Arizona is ridiculously DFS is not a legalized thing. And it's right. um, it's really, really annoying. It doesn't mean that we can't play around and, and want to keep ourselves involved involved in it. But I look at this. I just don't know how people temper their, themselves. Like I, it's maybe the gambling nature of myself. <laughs> to be honest, I'm kind of glad that it's not legal here <laughs> because I feel like I would be burning through so much money playing this. Well, also, yeah. not just playing it. Oh, there's multiple ways to do it. You sit and you have just like immense like um just crazy gotta change over the rosters you know paralysis by analysis where you set it and you're like well if i do this and this or you probably do the the bigger better thing is you're gonna go and you're gonna just set multiple lineups or you do the bigger bigger better thing and you go up and set up (laughs) with a place like daily roto and you get optimized lineups and you go up against big crews and try to you know win some serious cash but i look at this stuff and i just I get so far deep into it because it's like it's that's what's so great about DFS these little mini drafts you look at the prices and and week one is the wildest because these prices have been set you know for a while I don't know how much adjustment has actually gone into any of it I mean you can still put Jerick McKinnon into a bunch of your lineup so I don't think enough I how guess, many people you say. think I will bet you there is going to be, when you look at the percentages... I'd say like 2%. I'll bet you there are people that set the lineups, completely forgot about it, and there's going to be one dude that, you know, weeks ago had Carson Wentz, Lev Bell, Jarek McKinnon, you know, uh, I'm trying to think, Alshon Jeffrey, and they'll just set that lineup. I will bet you Jarek McKinnon has at least got a 1% ownage in like, I don't know, I'm looking at the 4 million uh, on FanDuel, the 4 million NFL Sunday million. What? Four million NFL Sunday million. That's what they call it. A million to first place, though. Uh, I like that. That's pretty sexy. So let's set some lineups. What do we want to start with? Uh, We've got DraftKings and we've got FanDuel. Which one do you want to do? Uh, Let's go DraftKings first. Okay. DraftKings. We're going over there. Um, Same stuff. Just, you know, different pricing and whatnot. Let's start with the quarterbacks. Well, actually, you put together an interesting DraftKings kind of deal thing. Should we talk about the deals before we get into our lineups? Yeah, I mean, I went through last night and I looked at a couple of deals. I couldn't find, right right before we uh, fired up here, I couldn't find how to get on FanDuel, so I didn't do this for FanDuel because I just didn't know how to get to we it. We can talk about so. a few of them. I've got it up, so we can talk about some deals. But uh, some QB deals I found were uh, Case Keenum 5.1 versus Seattle. Seattle's defense is going to be terrible this year. Uh, Alex Smith 5.6 at Arizona. 5, I like that one. And what's that? 5,600. You're saying 5.6. Yeah. It's confusing. Five, yeah, well, yeah, 5,600, whatever. And uh, 5,800 for Andy Dalton at the Indianapolis Colts. And we know their defense is absolutely atrocious. Well, They're starting a rookies. And what I like about that is you're going to see a lot of trends across both of these. There's just, you know, a different price pool because on uh, FanDuel, that's where we're going to see. We'll we'll talk about some of the deals when we get there. But like Andy Dalton is one I immediately honed in on, like to see, like, where is that price point at? Because it's going to be pretty good. Uh, yeah, some running backs I have here. 
Uh, Alfred Morris, 3,600. Mm-hmm. Jordan Wilkins, 3,700. Peyton Barber starting. I know it's against New Orleans, but he is a starter. And I think your average when you fire up on DK is five. It's 5, like five, 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 five. Yeah. So, uh, so these are all guys that are below average here. Uh, Jordan Wilkins, three point seven. Peyton Barber, four point one, or you know, forty one hundred. Rex Burkhead, forty two hundred. Mm. That one I really like. Love Chris that Carson. One. I don't like the matchup, but I do like the price of forty five hundred. Carlos Hyde, forty five hundred. James Conner, the same forty five hundred, and we know he's going to get a huge, huge look this week. Uh, Royce Freeman, same deal. Name the starter against Seattle. Their defense is bad. 4,500. LeGarrette Blunt, 4,600 against the Jets. Could be a goal line option. Adrian Peterson uh, against the Cardinals, 4,700. Duke Johnson, 4,700. Deion Lewis, I really like too. 4,900 at Miami. I I do. Hmm. I just think Miami's defense is not good. So I think they could run the ball a lot early, and Deion Lewis could be part of that. I mean, this could be like a 30 carry game for Derrick Henry and a 20 carry game for Deion Lewis. If if they do get out in front, which I'm not 100% sold on that, but uh, I do like Deion Lewis in that game. All right, what about wideouts? Wideouts, Let's not I mean, go through every single one. What are the there's good just ones? a ton of them. Uh, it's a couple of my favorites. John Brown, 3,700 versus Buffalo. Oh, I like that. Uh, Keelan Cole, 3,800 against the Giants. Mm. Remember, their secondary isn't that great. Uh, Dante Moncrief, uh, 4,000 against the Giants. Marquise Goodwin, 4,600. Tyler Lockett, 4,300. Uh, Kenny Stills, 4,700. Uh, Jamison Crowder, 5,000. Uh, Kelvin Benjamin, 5,000. And Jarvis Landry, uh, right at average, uh, at uh, 5,500, which is kind of surprised me because Pittsburgh secondary is not good. So I was kind of surprised by that. Maybe there's a Tyrod Taylor factor. And then just a couple of tight ends. Antonio Gates, uh, 2,600. Nick Vanette, 2,600 as well. Uh, Ricky Seals-Jones, 3,000. David Njoku, 3,400. Tyler Eifert, 3,400. And Jack Doyle, 3,600 against the Cincinnati Bengals. So. All right, so strategy-wise, what did you decide to do? Where where did you go? We'll list off the names here in a second, but like, where did you spend your money? Where did you try to find your deals? Well, I spent... Uh, Pretty big on one running back and three in two wideouts. So pretty big. I took a deal at my third wide receiver. I took a deal at my tight end and defense. And my quarterback was kind of a middle of the road. So All right. So who do you got? All right. So my QB is Russell Wilson at Denver. I don't necessarily like the matchup, but Denver did lose a little bit in the secondary. And I think they will pound Seattle into the ground. So we should get some garbage yards out of Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. So that is kind of why I went with him. And to pair that, I'll just go ahead to my tight end. I picked Nick Manette was one of the deals I listed off that I took. Not that Nick Vanette is great, but he is the starting tight end now that Jimmy Graham is gone. Um, I don't know that he'll see a ton of touches, but this is a guy that could see high targets because they're losing by so much and because he is a starter for that team. So I, it's a little risky, but I went there. Um, in that same game at running back, I took Royce Freeman against the Seattle defense. I was having a tough time deciding between Royce Freeman and James Conner. I went with Royce because of the fact of I don't know what Pittsburgh is going to do at the goal line. I don't know if Jalen Samuels is going to come in because that was his college trade. He scored like, I think, 18 touchdowns last year and something like 17 touchdowns the year before that as well. So 
He is a goal line back. I don't know what Pittsburgh's going to do there. So Royce Freeman is my guy at running back. Uh, Todd Gurley was my big spend. The Welsh. That's my biggest spend. I like it. $9,300. I just think that they're going to beat Oakland like a drum. And Todd Gurley should go nuts. Uh, New England with a top three worst pass defense in the NFL last year. And this should be a point for point. Point point for point game against Houston. So DeAndre Hopkins, Adrian Green against that horrible Colts defense. And I cheaped out and went with Keelan Cole as my third guy because he is a starter. It's between him and Dante Moncrief. Moncrief a little bit more expensive. And my defense is the Lions against rookie quarterback Sam Darnold. Pretty so solid. that is my DraftKings. I do like it. So yeah, we'll no, see I, I think that's definitely solid. One of the things you obviously probably got from this is that this is a full slate counting into Monday, where what we're going to do with the FanDuel one is we are actually going to set a lineup for the four million to million one. The, what do they call it again? It was <laughs> millions and millions. Four million NFL Sunday million. Like they just millions. lost the words and millions. And first place gets one million. Also. And damn millions. So here's how I went. At quarterback, I uh, I love, love Matthew Stafford this week. We talked about, I think I had him as my top guy on uh, the most recent In This League Fantasy Football podcast. We had Brandon Marianne Leon with us, and we were going through some of our week one plays, and Matthew Stafford was the guy I thought that would absolutely light up this week. He's going up against the Jets. It's at home. He's at 6500 I think that was a pretty good value, and I think when I looked here, based on pricing, um, I mean, he's about middle of the pack. I mean, if you want a comparison, Aaron Rodgers was 7,500 and uh, Stafford was right in the range of Kirk Cousins, a little, just a tiny bit above Phillip Rivers. So that gives you the range. Running backs, I went heavy on one and then the next two running backs, I took deals, which I don't know, there's maybe a little bit of a concern of the, there's going to be a heavy usage in those like tournaments of these cheap guys. But my top guy, I went with Alvin Kamara because Alvin Kamara should absolutely own. The only worry you would have is they get way too ahead and then they take a step back. My other running back went with Rex Burkhead. You talked about him. Incredibly good deal. We might be without Sony Michelle, and I expect Burkhead to get the full load. And at flex, I went with James Conner. I went with the opposite end of what you talked about where you went, Royce Freeman. I went with James Conner, uh, 4,500. Burkhead was 4,200. Now, wideouts I spent more on. I went uh, top-heavy with DeAndre Hopkins. We expect that should be a high-flying game, and Hopkins should uh, probably be a heavy dose of that. Adam Thielen, the 49ers secondary, regardless of Richard Sherman being there, is not great. So both wideouts may eat. I definitely know one is going to have a big day. So in this case, I'm going with Adam Thielen. And I went on the opposite end of the game, and I went with Marquise Goodwin at 4,600, which was a good deal. And then I just went deals on tight end and, and defense. I went also with the Lions against the Jets. And then Cameron Brait up against New Orleans. You're just, you've never been a Brait guy, but I'm always a fan of his just because he's a, he's a, Ball hawk. He's a touchdown magnet. I know he, he's I, a free agent in a bunch of our sixteen man leagues, dude. And that the the question I I, I, I I no longer question Cameron Brate's talent. Like he's very good, especially in the red zone. Red zone, like you mentioned, Fitzpatrick likes him too. They 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 usually split him out in that third wide receiver role when he's on the field. Even better. And, and OJ, okay, but Chris Godwin is filling that role this year. And they still like Adam Humphreys. So I just don't know what his usage is going to be this season. Last year, Adam Humphreys, like if I'm picking between Humphreys and uh, and who, who are we talking about? I already forgot his Cameron name. Cameron Brait? 
Cameron Brate's terrible, so I <laughs> forgot his name. So uh, if, if I'm picking between those guys, I'm probably going with a guy whose name I don't know. And But Chris Godwin has made a huge step up, and it's one of those things like we mentioned with Corey Clement. If there's a guy in Tampa Bay that you expect to step up this year from last year, uh, I mean, it, it's him and O.J. Howard who plays the same position as Cameron Brate. So I just think that his usage overall is going to go down this year. Look, Cameron Brate is a fine target in this game. It, it's probably gentleman. better than my stupid Nick Vanette, you know, but uh, I'm just I'm not very comfortable with him in season long in this format. That's fine pick, you know, cheap out on a tight end. Take one that is a red zone target. So I just think that Vanette could wind up getting a bunch of targets. And you know what? If Brate's on the field, he could, too, because they should be getting stomped out by New Orleans and playing a lot of catch up ball and, uh, you know, garbage yards, things like that. So. Trying to look how I could get Trey Burton in. And then I t- so if I take out Hopkins or if I take out Goodwin and Brate, I put in Trey Burton. I have a little amount of money to fill that wide receiver spot. The best guys are Kevin White. No. Oh. <laughs> Uh, God, is there a cheap one? Uh, Chad Williams? Chad Williams, Chad? No. No. Seth Roberts? Nope. No? We're still not finding any? Uh, going down the list. It's not how, how good, much, Bogman. How much are we at here? We got 3400 left to spend if we put 3, in Trey 3400 left to spend? It's not great. Uh, how about uh, Antonio Callaway? Uh, we could go Antonio Callaway. Maybe. We can play around I, with I it. That's, that. that's where we get all dangerous. All right. When we come back, though, we are going to now construct... Our lineup for the four million NFL Sunday million to million to first place million, and it does not include the Monday slate. So let's get that. It's a little bit of fan duel talk when we get back. So don't go anywhere. It's Bogman the Welsh. It's in this league. Let's get at it. Like a great pass rusher, the Roto Experts will help you sack your fantasy football competition. When you register for their exclusive Edge Fantasy Package, you get a cheat sheet generator plus a player database with sortable projections and rankings from the best in the business. And you can join the fantasy conversation in the 24-7 Slack chat channel. Visit rotoexperts.com to register for the exclusive Edge Fantasy Package and enter the promo code FNTSY and you get a 10% discount. That's the rotoexperts.com exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package promo code FNTSY. I swear to God, I'll pistol whip the next guy that says in this league. Hey, Farva, what's the name of that restaurant you like with all the mozzarella sticks? In this league. Ladies and gentlemen, football is here. And it doesn't mean baseball's not also here, even though Michael Kopech is uh, out with Tommy John surgery, and that's sad. (laughs) But... We here at the Fantasy Sports Radio Network still giving some World Series tickets away, and this time it's to the winner of a free DFS baseball contest. Those contests are sponsored by DKMS, and they're looking for your help in the fight against blood cancer because, as you know, we've told you many patients, many patients, for many of them, bone marrow transplants are the best, maybe only chance for survival. While 30% can find it in families, 70 cannot. They have to rely on strangers. That's where, that's why you can find out how you can help the cause and win 2018 World Series tickets by playing free daily fantasy baseball. Just go to dailyroto.com slash DKMS. That's dailyroto.com slash DKMS. It's your ticket to the World Series and blood cancer patients ticket to life. DFS Bogman, I have a yeah. feeling our DraftKings lineups 
would not work out. (laughs) I don't feel as confident about that lineup that I just set on DK as I do the 4 million NFL Sunday million, 1 million to first place million contest million. Million, 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 million million particles in the universe that we can observe. Uh, (laughs) Keep going. You remember that? Yeah, Uh, keep going. Your mama took the ugly ones and made them into one nerd. Who was that? That's your... That's Epic Rap Battles of History. Yeah. That is so funny. I just watched... It's funny you mentioned this. I watched like a... Some dude did some like documentary like of a where are they now on Epic Rap Battles. And it was, oh, they were like, I swear to God, it was talking about like the early days Did of they it. Quit making them. They just stopped. They absolutely they, just stopped. When did they stop? Because I thought there were new ones last year. Um, no, I, I think what it did was it was going through kind of like, not that the guys necessarily had like beef or anything like that, because what it was, was I think they sold like their product. Like they got bought out by a bigger entity. That's why their production got bigger. But, like, they weren't as invested anymore. So, you know, that's why you started seeing, like, some of those other guys that became regulars. And, and then they just started working on their own projects. I remember Snoop was on one of them. Yeah, so. well, and you had, like, uh, Key and Peele. Marbles. Key and Peele did there. two of yep. them. And yep. then, but there were also, like, some guys, I can't remember their names, but they were, like, regular-ass regulars that were just on, right. like, every other one. And, um, yeah, they just stopped doing it. It was, like, the nice, uh, what's the guy? Nice Paul? Nice Pete? Yeah, nice sure. Peter, nice Peter, Pete. nice. Yeah, yeah. Peter yeah. North. I don't know. Peter uh, North. Yeah, right. whatever, whichever one <laughs> that he just like went to his music and stopped doing it. And the other guy, I think I don't remember. Peter his North name is either. a different type of epic. So <laughs> <laughs> epic battles with. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, man. Peter North, one of the most searched of those adult actors. I I I found this out recently. I didn't realize this. That some of those, uh, the male ones are more searched than the females because really, apparently, uh, men I mean, or still women dudes doing the searches. I mean, I know, but they think I know exactly what I'm getting out of this person, and all the good uh, others will come over here. This is a really tough segment to do on the radio. <laughs> it's a really, it's a really tough, difficult segment to try to explain what is going on with this search when we're on the radio. <laughs> uh, should we move on then? Because I don't know how to respond without uh, being immediately fired. Yeah, no so. more nice Peter, Peter North, or Peter Nice, or whatever they are. Uh, epic rap battles. I, I did, did miss them. I did like the Jenna Marbles one. I think that one was probably my favorite one. I like the one it was. Adam versus Eve. That one was okay. Good. I I like the Key and Peele ones. One I really liked was it was like Jack the Ripper, but it was like some, just some like guy I've never heard of that's an internet rapper. And he's like, but he's like British, (laughs) that one. And that one, like that one hits that one drops too. Like that's a legit beat one. I love that. But also like no Vader and Hitler. Like that's what Epic was all about. Like, yeah, that's true. We miss those. We miss those (laughs) one. It's a really bad documentary. If you want to find it on YouTube, it's just some like kid in a basement was like, I'm going to do a background story on Epic rap battles. And I was like, this is dumb. And then 15 minutes later, well, well, 15 minutes later, I was like, well, I just watched that whole thing. Some fat loser in his mother's basement. Couldn't be more worthless. Nailed it. (laughs) Nailed it. All right. (laughs) FanDuel. Four million NFL Sunday million, 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 million lineup that doesn't actually uh, cost a million or you don't get a million to set your lineup here. Prices are uh, a bit higher here, but I kind of think I like the construction of this team 
more than the other one. So let's win some millions, Bogman. Let's go position by position and talk about who we picked. Who did you pick at quarterback? I went with Andy Dalton, 6,800 against Indianapolis. I said it before. Uh, they should stop. I got A.J. Green in my other lineup. I got Andy Dalton in this one. Red rifle time. I like that one. Some of the other cheaper ones who I went with, I went a little bit more expensive, and I went with Phillip Rivers. You know, Kansas City defense is not what it used to be, and I think Phillip is going to be able to uh, dominate as you will. So I like Phillip Rivers in this one. But if you wanted to go cheaper – in the middle between us is like a Dak Prescott, which I don't love. Alex Smith is interesting. He's just a tad bit more than Andy uh, Andy Dalton at that 6,800. He's pretty priced well. If you want to go really cheap, follow me on this one, Boggs. Case Keenum, 6,300 Denver versus Seattle. I like that one too. I mean, I mentioned him in the deals uh, in the other one uh, in, in DK. So, uh, and I like that one. I But the problem with the problem with the teams that should get up quick, like even Andy Dalton, Case Keenum, uh, those teams that aren't going to play in a close game is like these teams could be running a lot at the end of the game. So I, I do like that one, and, and I do like Case Keenum for this week. I think I do have him starting in one of my leagues, um, but it it is there. It doesn't come without risk, I guess I should say. Okay. That's all. Running backs. The two running. Okay, what does yours look like? Did you go deals? Did you go one big one deal, or did you go um, both big? I went one big one deal. I went James Conner at five thousand. Uh, just get a share of James Conner in there, and then Melvin Gordon at eighty one hundred. Okay, so I went on kind of the opposite, and it's funny how I had James Conner and you had Freeman uh, before. I took Royce Freeman here, and then instead <laughs> how much of is Freeman six thousand, six thousand. Okay, he's a thousand more than Conner in this one. Okay, so about the same. And instead of Kamara this time, it went David Johnson, 8,600 versus Arizona. He should absolutely be every portion of this offense. Now, let's go down to, I imagine we both have running back at flex, right? Uh, I think so. Let me uh, scroll down. Yes, okay. I, I got running back. Let's talk about our flex, and we'll talk about some of the values. I think this is a really good deal, and to be frank, you know, I could even see you taking out a David Johnson if you wanted and to go even heavier on wideouts. But I went with Kenyon Drake at 6,600 Miami versus Tennessee. I think that's a fantastic one as Frank Gore is kind of banged up. That seems to be a price to move. I stuck to that game. I went Derrick Henry uh, at Miami. <laughs> uh, How much? I, I, I'd say 6,800. He's 200 more. You spend a little so. bit more on it. You want to maybe make that change down to Kenyon Drake? Uh, no, I, I still don't like Kenyon Drake that much. So come on down uh, Derek Henry for me. So, all right, here's some other deals. Rex Burkhead is another deal here. 6,300 Adrian Peterson. I might do that. Boy, no, I, I like that do. one too. Uh, Adrian Peterson, 6,300. Let's move down. Chris Carson is 5,900. Our boy, Carlos Hyde versus your Pittsburgh Steelers, 5,900 and Duke is 5,800. Uh, yeah, I like those deals. Those are good ones. Right. I'm gonna st- I'm gonna stick to my Derrick Henry one. Peyton though. Barber, fifty six hundred. You talked about him earlier. Yep. Alfred Morris, fifty five hundred. I'm looking down here. Jordan Wilkins, fifty one hundred, and and Breida, five thousand. Those might be two of the best deals. Well, the Wilkins one, you just have to pay attention to injury reports. Yeah, close Marlon to the Mack game. does play. Right. I uh, like Wilkins will play, but he may not even be worth firing out in a DraftKings lineup 
if Mac plays. So if he doesn't play, uh, probably Fandle. high volume. Uh, I like that. Or Fanduel one, which we're doing right now. Yeah, well, or Fanduel, either okay. one, whatever. DFS, all right. Sure. DFS. Sure, Fox. Uh, who do you have at Whiteout? Whiteout, I went uh, expensive across the board, and I could afford it because uh, I was a little bit cheaper than you at quarterback and uh, running back positions. Uh, I've got DeAndre Hopkins, eighty-eight hundred; AJ Green, eighty-four hundred; and T.Y. Hilton, seventy-two hundred. Ooh, okay. So I kind of went the same route, but not quite as expensive. So my three wideouts, and I really like these wideouts: Keenan Allen at eight thousand, Stefan Diggs at seventy-four hundred, and Chris Hogan at sixty-seven hundred. You just mark Ingram, Ingram, Chris Hogan, Chris Hogan, brother. Chris Hogan. Chris Hoagie. Okay, let's look at some wide receiver deals then. How about we'll go <laughs> sub 7,000 here? Chris Hogan. Josh Gordon at 6,900 is very tempting. Nice. Mm, very tempting. Jarvis Landry again, 6,600. Just deals to be had. I mean, Artie Burns couldn't be a worse corner. Maybe maybe they're going to put Joe Hayden on Jarvis Landry, but I I don't know. I like either way, Jar- Jarvis Landry. I feel like is going to have a decent day. So interesting on DK that Pierre Garcon was more than Goodwin on FanDuel. Goodwin is more than Garcon. Goodwin is sixty four hundred. Mm. Garcon is sixty two hundred. Interesting. Interesting. Kenny still six thousand. Bogman. I like, like that, that one. Deal. Yep. Uh, Tennessee secondary is bad. They're, and their whole defense is injured. So their whole defensive front is injured. So they, they should be, uh, I mean, Ryan Tannehill, he should have some time. I still, I'm going to just camp on my own, but Cole Beasley, man, I still like him. Only 4,800. I don't think, I don't think you're in a camp of your own. I, I, I think like that it. it's just, uh, no, I like Cole Beasley too. I think if I had to pick someone to lead the, Cowboys in receptions for the whole year, it'd be Cole Beasley. Uh, I don't trust Alan Hearns to stay healthy all year. And uh, Michael Gallup's a rookie. Uh, They don't have a really good receiving tight end. So uh, I think that could definitely be a guy to lead their team in reception. So I'm I'm with you. I don't know on a week-to-week basis that I'm with you, but I'm with you. How cheap was he again? 4,800. Oh, that's a great deal. That's a pretty good deal. That's a great deal, friend. Okay, so I wonder about this. Let's try something. Uh, By the way, let's go tight end and defense. I have the Chargers. Who do you have? Uh, The Saints. And then I, speaking of the Saints, I took Ben Ben Watson at 4,900. I cheaped out uh, Nick Vanette again. Let's roll him out again, 4,300. Okay, so let's try something here. I mean, he's guaranteed to have zero catches now. I have two spots. 1,000%. So let's go down. We're going to add Cole Beasley as our flex. Now, we're going to take Royce Freeman out. That allows us to spend 7800 on a running back, which gets us Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, or Dalvin Cook. Who do we like? Saquon Barkley, no. Christian McCaffrey or Dalvin Cook? I'd have to go McCaffrey. Dalvin Cook... Uh, week one, they're going to slow roll him, so he'd have to get in the end zone twice like J.H.I. did, and there's no guarantee there, of course. Uh, and I don't want Saquon against Jacksonville in his first game ever, so I'd have to go with uh, McCaffrey against the Cowboys. Okay, I got a better option here, Bogman. Let's do this. This is the fun. I took out... <laughs> degenerate. Can't I, even play. I You're can't a degenerate. Even now, my two running backs, Alvin Kamara and David Johnson, with Keenan Allen, Diggs, Hogan, Cole Beasley at flex... We need a tight end, though, and we only have 4000 to spend. 
Yeah, <laughs> like, hey, I could I could draft uh, Devin Kajus. He doesn't have a team. <laughs> Kajus. <laughs> He's available. Uh, apparently, four thousand is not going to work for a tight end. Some of them rocks. Who is your uh, tight end you keep taking that's not going to score? I have Nick Vanette's 4,300. So. Oh, we got to get some money. All right. I so mean, there's some 4,000 guys that I have not heard of down here. Right, okay, so we're going we're gonna to add Vanette, and now we need a 4,000 defense. Redskins Four. against Arizona. Ooh. Mm. Huh? Giants nah. against Jags. No. I could get down with Giants against Jags. No, you couldn't. I can't? Oh. What are, the, what are our other options Niners, here? Minnesota. Uh, Houston, maybe Washington versus Arizona. But then I have David Johnson. Mm. Come on, DFS. Pretty ugly. Um, oh, I got it. No, we're back. We're back. Let's go cheaper on quarterback. Okay, we're going cheaper on quarterback. We're going cheaper on quarterback. All right, so let's go down. Who do we take? Um, who do we like here? I got the red rifle at 6,800. Let's see what the red rifle looks like. All right, so now that gives us 4,700 for a defense, Bogman. Oh, wait. Much get any defense you want. Then maybe anybody but Baltimore. You uh, get Jacksonville against the Giants. All right, let's get a middle defense and let's improve our tight end. Oh all right, so God. let's go. Let's uh, go. Chargers. <laughs> all right. How about uh, the the Bengals against the Colts? Uh, okay. Forty four hundred. All right. And first game back. And now we are going to pick up a new tight end at forty six hundred. We can get ooh, Austin <laughs> Austin that. Austin Severian Jenkins. Uh, yeah, but he's banged up. I don't want to do that. Uh, Jesse James? Jesse James not bad because Vance McDonald is out. Why are the tight ends not good? Do Vanette. Do stupid Vanette. No, 4300 cheap, I, but I can spend more. I don't <laughs> like Vanette. Uh, okay, but do you like Van, uh, Do you like uh, apples? Jesse James that much more? You like I apples? Mean, how do you like them apples? I mean, Jesse James, 4600 how about you do Jesse James at 4,600 and we quit talking about this? I got it. I got it. We're, we're finalizing this. <laughs> Ryan Griffin at tight end. Oh, God. What are you doing? And the Chargers defense. That's the roster. Andy Dalton at quarterback. Alvin Kamara. David Johnson. Keenan Allen. Stefan Diggs. Chris Hogan. Ryan Griffin. Cole Beasley. And Chargers defense. Championship. Four million to one million millions and millions and millions. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's a championship <laughs> roster. Kamara and David Johnson with Keenan Allen, Stefan Diggs, and Hogan? Uh, I mean, I don't see what could beat that, the Welsh. What could go I wrong? Be, I would be super confident. In fact, I would call up somebody and ask them to play this for me and pay them. I, That's what I would do. You know what? Somebody right now, play this lineup on the four million, million to millions, or play this somewhere, you're going to win some money. It's only $9 entry. To the yeah, NFL give, Sunday give million. To, give, give it to me again. One Somebody more time. play this. Let's, this. let's hear this genius lineup one more time. I will. Uh, this is if if so if I trust you. By the way, if you're someone I know, you put this nine dollar entry. I will Venmo you four and a half dollars, and we will split the winnings here on this magnificent lineup. You can't just Venmo them nine bucks. Sure, I can. It's totally legal. Uh, Andy Dalton, Alvin Kamara, David Johnson, Keenan Allen, Stefan Diggs, Chris Hogan, Ryan Griffin. Flex is Cole Beasley and Charger defense. I mean, you just got to be okay getting a donut out of that tight end. Ryan Griffin, so. uh, isn't he going to start? I mean, probably. Yeah. But, uh, Don't be hating. Ryan Griffin is not good. I saw New England picked up Steven Anderson. Yeah. And I like it's just such a 
such a Patriots move. Like, I love it. Let's, let's take a guy that's been on the team that we're playing against. Uh, how much do you want to bet he's waived um, before uh, before week two starts? Guaranteed. <laughs> They might wave him halfway through the game. They just wanted to pick up, you know, uh, well, we can't record practices anymore, so we got to pick up a guy that the Texans just cut and uh, try to get into their playbook that way. So uh, tight end, um, let me see. All right, well, we got to go to break. You can do this uh, while we're looking on break. Yeah, Ryan Griffin, see? I like it. It's perfect. All right, there you go. That is the ideal male body in the ideal FanDuel lineup. (laughs) So uh, someone I know, hit me up. Let's win millions here. And hopefully you guys actually don't play this because don't do that. Uh, We'll be back. We got more. It's all NFL talk the rest of the way as it's been this whole time. It's Bogman Welsh in this league. Don't you go in. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. The snozberries taste like snozberries. I'm freaking out, man. You are freaking out, man. Littering and... Littering and... Um, littering and... Littering and smoking... In this league. Break it down. BetDSI is celebrating 20 years as the industry's biggest and safest betting site. They've got great customer service and fast, easy payment of winnings. You can play virtually every sport at BetDSI with hundreds of wagering options, including live in-game wagering on all major sports events where you can make your play at any time during the day. BetDSI runs sign-up and deposit promotions year-round if you're willing to adhere to rollover requirements. So use a promo code FNTSY and try BetDSI.com. That's BetDSI.com. Promo code FNTSY. Head on over and start winning today. Not uh, yesterday, today. I need to bring it down a little bit. Did you see Burt Reynolds passed away yesterday? I did. Well, did you see another one? Like how polar opposites. I, I no, no chance you knew who this was, but Mac Miller was yeah, a, a I rapper. Saw, I saw that he passed away definitely had no idea who that was so i wasn't too much like knowing like his music except i had just recently actually got onto a few songs and getting on the spotify playlist i was starting to know more and i was like oh was he only like 26 too 26 yeah man and i was, was just like polar kid. opposites of Good yeah work. i mean you know young mid-20s rapper who you know uh, dies of an overdose and then you have burt reynolds who seemed like he was just uh indestructible 82 80, years old, 82 years old. And I don't know if you knew this. I, this was going around uh, the college football subreddit, of course. But he played running back for Florida State and uh, him and Lee Corso were roommates. At no Florida way. State. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like a lot of people were upset because they're like, well, that's just making me realize how old Lee is. And, you know, because Lee Corso has been a, a staple of college football game day, you know, putting on the. uh you know, the mascot heads and all that Can stuff. Can you imagine what being time. in that room must have been like with <laughs> so Reynolds and Lee Corso? It was a story where uh, Lee Corso was getting, and this was like, this was used to be okay to say 
these things. So now, you know, everyone would be offended and triggered Uh-oh. if Lee Corso said this today. I mean, I'm not. I'm I'm regaling a story that I read. Yeah, well, so, be careful about what you, you're right. making me nervous. Well, it's not that bad, but it, obviously, if it was that bad, I just wouldn't say it. But what he said was, Bert used to just uh, leave the room. And go, he said he'd bring back one beautiful girl and one ugly girl, and he would always give me the ugly girl. And he said, but uh, the ugly girl was way better than I could have done by myself anyway. So, (laughs) 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 I mean, Lee Corso's a funny dude anyway, so I don't know how much truth there is to that and how much, uh, you know, but I I saw Michael Irvin talking about him because, you know, uh, obviously Burt Reynolds was the quarterback in the original Longest Yard. Yeah. And in the Adam Sandler remake, he was, you know, the old veteran prisoner that had been there forever. Favorite Burt Reynolds movie? Because he's not really of our time. That makes it tough. But I will tell you, I completely... I would have to, like, go through and look at all the movies because I don't remember all of them. Well, he he has... There's some good ones, like... Uh, I mean, Deliverance is like OG. Uh, Smokey and the Bandit is what everyone's going to say. Smokey and the Bandit's probably the best. Deliverance one, right? is there, but how about this? Because I kind of forgot about it. Boogie Nights. Oh, Boogie Nights. Yeah, you know what? That's the one I. That's have. that's mine. Yeah. Okay. He so was so too. good in that. God, I didn't he win an Oscar for that? Um, that's a great question. No Burt idea. Reynolds. Boogie Nights Awards. So I'm I'm looking it up. So okay. we'll see. Uh, let's see. Golden Globe uh, Award for Best Supporting Actor. Uh, let's see. Heather Graham won for. Oh, Heather Graham. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can't say that award. Um, let's see. <laughs> National Society of Film Critics Award was Julianne Moore. Satellite Award for Best Supporting Actor, Burt Reynolds. So he definitely he won a, a Golden Globe. He uh, was actually in. One of the worst movies that was ever created. Oh, no. What is yeah. that? And I, unfortunately, a lot of actors were in it, and it was starring. If I'm trying to remember the cast, let me see if I can pull it up here before I go into it. This what Do you know who uh, Ooh Bull is? Uh, God, I, I know the name. Uh, is that uh, Manu Bull's son? No. Is that right? So oh, that's he, Bull Bull. Yeah, he, yeah, Bobo. He, uh, but it, it is. It's U W E. He's one of the worst directors. He did do one good movie, but it's a super controversial movie called um, I think it's Elephant, and um, it's like about like a school shooting and or that, I, like I a mass shooter, that. not a school shooting, yeah. but like a mass shooter, or maybe it was. I don't know. Uh, but he's known for doing really bad movies, and more particularly, does really bad video game movies, and. I remember people telling me about this movie and then I watched it and I didn't get through more than 20 minutes of it. And you would think like <laughs> just based on the genre, I would like it. You're fairly forgiving. You like Keanu Reeves movies. I love Keanu Reeves movies, but apparently Burt Reynolds is in this. I don't even remember because I only got 20 minutes in. It's called In the Name of the King, A Dungeon Siege Tale or In the Name of the King starring. What's Dungeon Siege? I don't know. Is I that no like an uh, offshoot of Dungeons and Dragons? I just honestly don't know. It's like a medieval one. But it's got it's starring Jason Statham, some okay. Claire Foriani, who you don't know who she is, but if you saw her face, you'd be like, oh, her. Uh, Ron Perlman and Ray Liotta also in it. Wow, you're telling me 
Ray Liotta made a worse move than smoke, a worse movie than Smoke and Aces. A hundred percent. You also had uh, Christiana Loken, um, Matthew Lillard. I mean, Ubol got a bunch of his buddies to be <laughs> in one of the worst movies of all time. Well, critically, critically, really, really bad. I'm looking here. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a four percent, and it looks like. The it got a fifteen percent audience. Is that right? How about a good movie with Matthew Lillard and Burt Reynolds in it without a paddle? Yes, Lo- dude. Audience score of In the Name of the King was twenty two percent. That's why our that is why our society is slowly slowly moving into idiocracy. That's too high. I mean, that's pretty bad, isn't it? No, that's way. Don't you too have to high. be over like seventy percent to be fresh no, no. or whatever? Well, I can't he, no, remember. That that's media. That's by the critics. They got a four percent critic rating. Oh, do you remember what a creep he was in striptease? Yeah, it was great. Oh man, he made. <laughs> I just remember when he's walking around in those boots. He's like, I filled my boots with Vaseline. I can feel it squishing between my toes. <laughs> oh. So creepy. So spend your weekend, uh, listen to a little Mac Miller, and uh, go catch a Burt Reynolds movie or two. And, and also, uh, I mean, what brought Burt Reynolds back, or a lot of younger people who never saw a Burt Reynolds movie, uh, he was a huge character just in Archer. You know, uh, yeah. Archer was obsessed with Burt Reynolds. Yeah. So that was and he wound up being in some of the uh, some of the seasons. So. So there you go. Go listen to some Miller and uh, watch some Burt Reynolds. I would suggest anything you can do to not watch whatever the hell Matthew Barry is putting out <laughs> right now. Uh, who, OK. Who, who so. is that guy that he keeps doing videos with on his fantasy show? I can't do it anymore. I can't do why is it okay, Bogman? <laughs> just because Make it easy. you Remember got a long beard. What I was I, say? I, I, just because you got a big beard and some tattoos doesn't make you funny. Just like cause you have tattoos <laughs> and you might be uh attractive and you can lift a top up doesn't make you uh a supermodel or doesn't make you an Instagram model or attractive. Why <laughs> why are we accept this guy? <laughs> I, I I have to that, Can I ask you something. Are that, you Lee Corso? That did that not come out coherent because I can't say the things that I want to say that you know that want to come out of my mouth here. I don't understand what the fascination with that and that that's a person by the way. His name's like Dobbs something like uh, Daniel Dobbs. I want to say is his name. Okay, Dobbs. Is it Josh Dobbs? Is it's not. It I think I might have got it right too. Did I get new, it right? new backup quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Some, so yeah, I'm, I uh, nailed it. He's the co-host of the fantasy show. He's not funny. Uh, so I'm going through Reddit the other day, you know, like I do because uh, Reddit is apparently where I get my news now. So, but I see someone time. in the fantasy football sub posted like, "This is just too painful. I can't watch Matthew Barry anymore." And they they went through the trouble of laying out all the horrible things that he's doing. Like it was way too analytical for just a slam Matthew Berry thing. And then this guy he's with is too embarrassing. And he posted two weird clips. And the first one was is it the nipple Matthew one? Berry saying, I didn't see the nipple one. Remember it, it was a commercial for their upcoming show where he comes out and he talks about this guy, Daniel Dopp has chafed nipples and has to put Vaseline on it. And every scene I've ever seen of these two, Matthew Barry and this guy on their show, it's like they're trying to do a bit out of Curb Your Enthusiasm where, th- where he does <laughs> some moronic, stupid, over-the-top thing and then Matthew Barry turns over and looks at the camera and then you hear, duh, 
you hear the theme of Curb Your Enthusiasm where he just gives like a well type of face. It's obnoxious. Uh, so the the two clips I saw were one where uh, he said Matthew Barry is like, I feel bad about this situation quick, whatever his name is. Do something stupid to make me feel better. And he started like pouring M&Ms into his beard and then lifting his beard up like like he pulled his beard out and he's pouring the M&Ms on his beard and then catching them in his mouth. Jesus. Like like that's what he was doing. And I'm like, how was this funny at all? And then the next one was the one where uh, he was in, he came out in a speedo. And like started humping Matthew Barry, I mean, which dude. just out of context could be funny if there's no confidence. But he's going a little bit over the top, and he was like trying to pick up Matthew Barry too, and he clearly wasn't strong enough to do that move. And you could see the nervousness on Matthew Barry's face, like he's going to drop. Him I mean, this guy him. only owns skinny jeans. He absolutely has to collect vinyl. He uh, goes to local <laughs> co- he goes to local coffee shops, not Starbucks. So it's just whatever you picture a hipster from Portland to be is this dude. I just I don't like I don't understand I don't understand anything anymore. I don't understand the industry. I don't understand Matthew Barry. I mean, I mean well, why he, does he's Matthew successful? Barry, We're why, not. why does he need so much shtick? to uh talk about fantasy football it's like, like well it's like be the og like i've been doing this longer than anybody i know better than all you mfers just listen to me well it's just like what they decided it was you know maybe it was matthew barry too wacky because he does all his bits so we're gonna make him more the straight man now so we're gonna get some really idiotic person to come on and do dumb stuff and then <laughs> now matthew barry gets to be the straight person i i don't can, understand can I it. something like why don't they just hire a local clown to, to come uh, and do the show it'd be better with- Guess what? The Matthew Barry. Hey, guess what? We just wrote the next segment for the fantasy focus <laughs> with Dop and uh, and uh, Matthew Barry. Matthew Barry be like, man, things are really getting wacky around here. And then Dop's gonna come out in a clown in a stupid uh, clown uh, outfit. Uh, yeah, uh, 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 honk honk. Hey, Matthew, want to want to see me make a balloon animal? Kr, 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 kr. Hey, look, it's a lion. Like I'm taking the lions over. Blah blah blah. <laughs> kill myself. <laughs> I kill me. I just I can't do it. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> if that becomes he a segment, I'm done. Oh my god! Animal balloons for who's gonna win the game? 100. percent oh The guy will be—he'll be painted. His beard will probably be, uh, you know, colored red, and he'll have the white face paint, and he'll have the stupid suit on. And Matthew Barry will try to say something, and then he'll honk his horn and he'll laugh, holding his belly. <laughs> It'll be the worst segment ever. What and- you're saying is, uh, Burt Reynolds died at the perfect time. That's what you're saying because <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have to endure any of this. Crassly, yes. I mean, it's. Like, unfortunately, we are going to be um, uh, susceptible to all of this stuff. Matthew Barry did put out his, uh, what is it, 50 facts? Why is it always like, with him, it's always got to be some big thing. Why can't he just put something out that's just minimalistic? Matthew Barry is not a minimalist, by the way. The apocalypse would be a bad situation for him. He's got to write 12,000-page articles. He's got to have goofy clowns around him. Let's just break it down a little bit. His 50 things, by the way, he goes, he does a bold prediction for week one for every team, and then he also gives... A gajillion more than fifty. He's got like forty three B. Yeah, he he always does the A's and the B's on like all those facts. So, yeah. uh, so I mean, are there any good ones in there? I mean, are there any like you know, don't eat M and M's out of your beard because we get some beard hair in there? Like, get a clown with you. <laughs> Make sure to hire some weird dude. I so, guess these uh, are season the long. He has a prediction for each season long. Here's one, Boggs. He says Chris Hogan finishes as a top ten wide receiver. 
I just don't I just don't see how. I mean, I guess I do see how like if Edelman just is not as good and Hogan is the number one guy, I get it, but I, I gotta tell you, I, I don't have any shares because I, to be honest, I would have liked Hogan if he was going where I thought he should have, but I feel like in every single league there was just this ultimate, you know, just they think like that. They think Chris Hogan is going to be a top 10 guy for the entire season. And um, I just I'm not on that train. I, I can't get behind that. Well, so. he mailed it in for the Steelers and the Niners. Uh, George <laughs> Kittle finishes as a top 10 tight end and Vance McDonald finishes as a top 12 tight end. Well, Vance McDonald, could, he's already out week one. So uh, <laughs> the dude is always hurt. So, I, I mean, I guess if you just want to say, like, from week to week, the Steelers tight end will have good value because they can play off all the other guys, that would make sense. I like, as far as the receiver goes, I like Vance McDonald more than I like Jesse James. But uh, that dude cannot stay on the field, and he's already out week one. Hey, here's one that plays up to my bold prediction of Matthew Stafford and helps my lineups here. Uh, The Lions, um, Matthew Stafford is averaging 3.1 more fantasy points per game at home than he is on the road. The Lions have not had 100. This is an amazing fact. The Lions have not had a 100-yard rusher in 68 straight games. Yeah, yep. It's ridiculous. But last season, the Jets allowed the third most quarterback points. So there you go. That's a good one. The Jets did? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like, I like that. that so on the other side, when we get to hour three, we've already gone two hours into the show. It's going to be time that we take a look at the week one action. We've already got Thursday night in the books. We are um, dealt with two Monday night games. Are you a fan, by the way, in week one having to wait for, you know, essentially four teams? You're, like, it feels like your fantasy week is stretched out to Monday because you're assuredly going to have someone across those four games. I don't know how much I love that, but the intrigue, you know, I mean, I'm in. It's football. Uh, I mean, I like the fact that, you know, starting from four and going to almost midnight our time, I can just sit and watch football. I do like that. Um, I, and I, I, to be honest, I wish that that kind of replaced a Thursday night game because the teams aren't prepared. But I, I don't know. It's also just like, do we need another full day of all football? I don't know. So uh, I know I'm going to be sitting for about 13 or 14 straight hours on Sunday. I don't want to sit all day watching football on Monday. Dude, so just we, the short game is fine. We sit for the three hours of this show, and my my ass just is like, <laughs> I, I I get up and I'm like, oh, I'm like an old man. Like all the bones are cracking. I, I, <laughs> You're like Jim Carrey. Oh, over the years, my ass sure has taken a pounding. That's, that's what I feel like. I feel like it's going down. So we're going to get through all of them. We've got Steelers, Browns. We've got 49ers and Vikings, which I am uh, very excited to uh, get into. We uh, are going to get into the Chiefs Chargers. All of them. We're going to break it down. We're going to look at the lines. We're going to make some picks. We did this last year. Oh, are we going to follow our picks this year again? Yeah, yeah, we should definitely do that. Let's do that. We'll talk about some fantasy implications. It's all going down. It's hour three, the week one breakdown. Let's get at it. And don't you go anywhere. You can listen here. You can listen live. You can listen on demand. Plus, go to InThisLeague.com, and you can go get even further by listening to all of our podcasts, the In This League Fantasy Football Podcast, because Monday will be our reaction podcast. If you don't want to wait till the uh, Saturday show, get in on it Monday. I highly suggest it. Don't go anywhere. More Bogman of the Welsh and In This League coming up. We'll be right back. <laughs> 